Welcome back to the Brady Farkas Show right here on WDEV, AM and FM, and WDEVradio.com. Patriots old quarterback headed to the Super Bowl, but we're already focused on the Patriots next quarterback. And sure, maybe it'll be Cam Newton, maybe it's somebody in the draft, but it might also be Matthew Stafford, the longtime Lions quarterback, reportedly wants out of Detroit. Detroit's going to reportedly try to make that happen and break it all down with us is Lions expert, longtime Michigan radio host, Jim Costa. Jim, man, how are you? Hey, Brady, this is a long time coming. Happy to be on. Thanks for having me. Well, I appreciate you joining me. And, man, tell me, how did it get to this point where Matthew Stafford and the Lions are ready to part ways? Yeah, I mean, listen, people in Michigan and Detroit are viewing this as amicable. Uh, Matthew Stafford was had the tar beat out of him for over a decade in Detroit, and we never really had an inclination that he wanted out. He was kind of a team guy. I mean, he played in a meaningless Week 17 game this this season even though he was battered and bruised, I didn't suspect he would want out, although nobody in Michigan blames him. I mean, he's played over a decade for the Detroit Lions, and they've given him one top 10 defense, and they've consistently ranked near the bottom, if not dead last in rushing. So the support hasn't been there for a quarterback that I think is, is underrated, and we may see that if and when now he leaves the Lions. Do Lions fans, are they ready for this? Are they tired of Matthew Stafford? Yes and no. I mean, listen, you know, this is a radio host, like he's one of those lightning rod guys, like every yeah. city and every market has him where you can throw the name out, attach a story to him and half the fan base feels one way and half feels the other. Um, I think the, the common refrain I see and hear is, well, it might not be his fault, but it's time for a fresh start. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the lane that most people can be characterized as. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. It wasn't his fault they weren't a good football team. But at this stage, a lot of people are looking for a fresh start with a new GM and a new head coach and a new quarterback. What are Lions fans or what what should the Lions be looking for in return in a Matthew Stafford trade? Because I hear first round pick, but then I look and see Alex Smith, who is about the same age, coming off a very similar uh, season, netted a third round pick and a starting nickel defensive back. Like, What are the realistic expectations for a Stafford return? Now, you would say that as someone who wants him on your football team. Of course team, I right? would. You want to get him for third-round pick. Come on. Um, I think a first is kind of where the conversation starts. And I'll give you some other examples. Carson Palmer was 33 years old, I think. Stafford will be 33 in, in February. A first and a second-round pick was the haul for Carson Palmer. Um, you're, you're, you guys, the Patriots, you traded Drew Bledsoe uh, for a first-round pick back in 2002, I think it was. Yeah. That was just one first-round pick. Uh, I know Jake Cutler went for two first round picks when he went from Denver to Chicago. And I would tell you, Jamal Adams, a safety, not even a quarterback, went for two first round picks this offseason. So if I'm the Lions, we're starting with one first. We're hoping the market is in, in desperate need of a quarterback. And you can argue for a first and a second if you're greedy. Here's where I come at it from the Lions standpoint. Two first round picks. That's where we'll start the negotiation. Oh How many teams do you think are going to come call them? The Patriots have the number 15 pick, but there's other quarterbacks kind of hovering around the top or other teams hovering around the top 10 who need quarterbacks. Who's coming calling for this? Yeah. So, I mean, I think the 49ers are a team that everybody links the idea of getting Shanahan a real quarterback that he doesn't uh, cower in the two minute drill with Jimmy Garoppolo in the Super Bowl, but instead has someone with the most game winning drives in the NFL the last decade and Matthew Stafford. What a difference that would make. I know I say that stat and I said it kind of quick. Most game winning drives 
since 2010 is Matthew Stafford, not Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Drew Brees. It's Matthew Stafford. That's because all those teams are playing from ahead. They don't, their quarterbacks don't need to come back. What a concept, though, if you're the 49ers <laughs> and you had him in, in the Super Bowl, what a difference that would have made. So I think the Niners make sense. The Colts make sense. An indoor dome team with a good line and a good defense. They've had instability, three different quarterbacks the last three years. Those two jump out. Uh, the Saints don't have the cap space, but clearly that would be a fit. Uh, the Patriots, as you mentioned, is a pretty obvious one. Uh, I mean, really, there, there's no – I mean, the Panthers are a team that could upgrade a quarterback with Matthew Stafford. Um, I mean, go down the line. I could probably give you a few more if we sit here long enough. I think there is a desperate need for quarterback. We see it every year in the draft where teams mortgage their future and trade up for guys like E.J. Manuel and Christian Ponder. Yeah, there's going to be demand for Matthew Stafford. Jim Costa, longtime Michigan radio host with us here on the Brady Farkas Show, WDEV, AM and FM and WDEVradio.com. So Stafford's former head coach, Matt Patricia, is now back in New England in a, you know, on, a, on the staff doing a various amount of roles. Does that help or hurt the cause of getting Stafford to New England? Do we know about what his relationship with Patricia is? Nothing that I can say concrete. I, I feel like I was just speaking in hearsay to say that he had – a good or bad relationship with Matt Patricia. If it was me, I would feel like I was robbed of some of my prime years with Matt Patricia as my head coach. The Lions are coming off a stretch where the last two seasons they had, uh, if not this last year, was the worst season in the history of Detroit Lions football defensively in terms of yards and points. And the year before, they were it was the third worst season. So you're talking about a two-year stretch where the Lions have never played worse defense in their history. And I know I'm not talking to Lions fans – you guys know they're a losing franchise, right? Like yeah. historically losing. And I'm telling you, Patricia was the architect of the worst defense in the history <laughs> of the franchise. If I'm Stafford, Patricia's not a plus. Belichick is the plus. Belichick is the, the straw that stirs that drink in New England. I wouldn't think Patricia would be a selling point at all. We've seen the Texans try to steal the, quote, Patriot way and have it fail. And we've seen the Lions try to take the Patriot way and have it fail, whether it be in upper management or Matt Patricia or stealing Trey Flowers, Jamie Collins, Danny Amendola, and others. Why? Why? Everyone's trying to recreate the Patriots. It's pretty hard to do that, Jim. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you've been listening to, to the last, what, three, two and a half, three years of what we've been dealing with yeah. in Michigan. <laughs> Belichick's not holding anybody's hand. And it's really obvious when you hire some of those assistants or executives, you know, I thought, Hey, maybe they'd have a chance because they, they had a franchise quarterback. Not all those Patriots assistants leave and are, and are given that to work with, but it's become more and more obvious. If you don't have Belichick, don't count on much success. What do you mean? Belichick's not holding anybody's hand. What do you mean by that? I mean, like when you, when you get, like we look at Matt Patricia in New England and you think, boy, that defense was really nice. And they, no matter who they lost, they could reload. Well, it wasn't because Matt Patricia is a, a genius, a rocket scientist, yeah. right? It's because Bill Belichick is the guy making those decisions, holding his hand, right? So technically, Patricia had a title of D.C., right? And, and, and you guys would know better than me the responsibilities on a week-to-week -week basis. But when you have Belichick looming to come in and make the adjustments – to come in and, and scan the report and make sure that everything's buttoned up for game day. When you don't have him holding your hand, when you're the head coach, you get exposed for what you are. And I think that's what happened to Matt Patricia. The Dan Campbell era is already started now in Detroit. What are Lions fans thinking moving forward? A lot of kneecaps to bite off, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, he's a rah-rah guy. And, and I think that soundbite made the rounds on national and, and even local radio 
But I think the rest of his press conference, he was very humble. He said, I want people to challenge me. He, uh, he wants there to be accountability. He doesn't want to make empty promises. He came across very real and raw, and I think it connected with people in Detroit. Now, he's not an expert X's and O's guy, and I think that's going to be the criticism. He did bring in Anthony Lynn, former head coach from the Chargers, to run his offense. I think that got people uh, brought some people around that maybe weren't as thrilled with the hire initially. And uh, I expect kind of a, you look at the blueprint of his staff, a very Parcells-esque. You talk about trying to do it the Patriot way. They're going to try to do it from the Parcells tree now. Uh, Campbell's a Parcells guy. Lynn is a Parcells guy. And uh, and their DC, Aaron Glenn, comes yeah. from the Saints. Also has some roots in the Parcell tree. Jim, I'll get you out of here on this total, th- total 180. Um I think the Red Sox are headed for a really bad season. I think they're a 75-win team right now with best in that division. Who has more wins, the Red Sox or the Tigers? Oh, man. So what you're doing right now is you're you're just putting salt in the wound because the Lions are rebuilding. The Tigers are rebuilding. Don't watch the Pistons or the Red Wings. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I know when the Bruins play them, you probably will. I know when the Celtics play them, you'll be forced to. But all the teams in Detroit are rebuilding right now. I, I think the Tigers – might be the best of that group with some of their, their top prospects that will be coming up this season, but I don't think they're winning 75 games. I think we're both going to be in the cellar hanging out this summer. Well, the Red Sox fans can, you know, they, they've earned a little time in the cellar through all the good faith that they've had. So it's not like it is for Detroit fans. So Jim Costa, longtime Michigan radio host, Lions expert, man. Hey, we appreciate the time. We'll follow the Matthew Stafford situation. And we'll bring you back on if, uh, if something breaks here in the next couple of months. Would love to appreciate it.